nothing more important than this current game with the Buffalo Bills as they will take on the Kansas City Chiefs. For the first time in forever, Kansas City has to go to Buffalo. I am here with Jeff Cook, the president of the Beville Bills Backers, and this is a Beville Bills Backers bar. The Pizza Man Pub is a proud supporter of the Buffalo Bills and jam-packs itself with Bills fans. So, Jeff Cook, a.k.a. Cookie, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for having me on again, Dan. I appreciate it. Absolutely. My pick is under my shirt, so I will be uh, showing everybody who my pick is. You can see that it's red, but both teams are red, yeah, so you have yeah, no idea yeah, who yeah, I'm picking. Yep, yep. yep. I'm, I mean, either, I'm either going to get booed or I'm going to crowd surf. That's yep, I haven't I'm made my pick either, so that's huge. That's good. I'm happy you did. You could just be like trying to yeah, make yeah, everybody. No, no, it could be under my shirt. Pull the switcheroo there. Yeah. So how? So you're a. I mean, you've been a Bills fan since birth, right? Yep. 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 How do we feel about Buffalo right now? This um, season's been kind of a roller coaster. It's yeah, I love it. I've never felt better about the okay. Bills right now. Okay. So you're Honestly, feeling, feeling yeah. very good. Yeah. Last year, going into that Cincinnati game, I was like, you know what? The Demar Hamlin thing. The whole. I go. This team is great. They're it is what it is. This yeah. year, it's like they're peaking at the right time. That Pittsburgh game, you had Josh. I mean, yeah. dirt. If if not now, when? That's what I've been saying all week. You well, know? you know, and I've been thinking that for the last three years here is this team has yeah they got something. It's just in these crucial games, these crucial moments, these last couple of years, it's it's been kind of just. That one next move to get over the hump. Now they've dealt with injuries. They lost, you know, the hides of the world and Milano is having injuries and whatnot. They had trouble with their running backs holding on to the ball. They had trouble with their running backs in general. We had some Josh Allen moments against Cincinnati in the past. It, it kind of feels like Buffalo, especially last year, beat themselves more than Cincinnati beat them in the playoffs. Now they have a shot against Kansas City again which is literally this David and Goliath feeling every single year. It's the one thing that stands between them and moving forward. So I look at it this way. Josh, this whole year you watched it. It's been a roller coaster, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. These last, I don't know, even, even the Philly game where they lost, Josh has matured within our eyes. I've watched the maturity. And then you hear the guy say, "Go! It's not just on the field, in the locker room, everything. Yeah. They're mature. They're ready. They're they've seen everything. They've had the battle scars. Yeah. And again, this is what they wanted. They wanted Mahomes to come to their house, and they got okay. their wish. So, see now, what they do. This is a different Kansas City team this year. This is a Kansas City team that I said back in early October has literally rested on score between twenty to the mid twenties, and then just play defense." They've been this 20, 25, 24, 26 type of team, and then their defense has been better than it's been in the past. What are your thoughts on this Kansas City team that's obviously been successful? They've won games. They got double-digit wins in the regular season. They got to the postseason, but they're doing it in a way that has not been as explosive. So the last time they played in the game that we prefer not to talk about, um, that was offense, offense, offense on both sides. Right. It's they're two different teams, both of them. Yeah, Kansas City is defense first right now. Right, Buffalo somehow. I know everybody wants to harp on him, but Sean McDermott, he's done a great job on that defense. That's been plug and play, next man up. Yeah, they've done a great job, and it's it's going to be weird to see. All right, we're not going to see three fifty and four from each guy. 
but it's also good. I mean, I think it's going to come down to just like it was. It'll come down to the last possession, but it won't be 37-34. It'll be 24-20, <laughs> yeah. which well, is good. And we also have to remember that they changed the overtime rules in the yeah, postseason Josh Allen really, yeah. because Josh Allen yeah. didn't have the opportunity to get a ball back, get the ball back in a shootout yeah. a couple of years ago. So greatest you know, playoff performance in a loss we've ever seen. Well, and you know, you look at that game, and arguably, I feel like there would have been three or four overtimes when right. those teams were playing. Yeah, they might still be playing. Right to this at this moment. <laughs> yeah, that, right. that could have right. somehow eclipsed yeah. the six overtime right. Syracuse game. Yeah, and no, Bass would have missed yeah. yeah. So I mean. Now we have the Josh Allen rule, which is great because Brady got his own rule. Now Josh Allen has right. his own rule. Right. So we are you saying that Brady got his own rule and won seven Super Bowls or six? Are you telling me that Brady got it? Oh, Brady definitely. Josh going to get his own. Oh, a couple, he, six, seven Super Bowls. It would be nice to see for Western New York and Upstate New York and all of New York and the Buffalo Bills fans that are all around the world. Wouldn't it be? It'd be nice. So just one. Actually, yeah, I know. I feel, and now, now listen, though, we talked about this before. Jim Kelly, Josh Allen, like uh, people know, I'm a, I'm a card carrying Jaguar, and so, but I have this just appreciation for Josh Allen. I had an appreciation for Jim Kelly. In between the two, I got to meet Doug Flutie and spend some time with Doug Flutie, which was amazing. But to me, Jim Kelly and Josh Allen, those have been the guys, the faces. That just feeling of if you didn't have them, the world would be different. They wouldn't be in the playoffs. Let's go into the Josh Allen factor. How do you define Josh Allen right now? Where do you want me to start? Wherever you'd like to. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you into Are you talking about my first alternate Pro Bowl, Josh Allen. Oh yeah, first al first about? first alternate, not okay. the second alternate. No, first honorable mention. Honorable mention. Yeah. So I think. I'm going to start with this. I say I think Buffalo wins four games max without Josh Allen. So okay. we get to the MVP talk. Yeah. We can talk about Lamar. Okay. Tyler Huntley played last year and got him in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. All right. So is he the most valuable player? Probably not. Because if Huntley can get you the playoffs. Well, and you know the people will argue with you that. Yeah, I know. Without a without a healthy Lamar Jackson, this team doesn't go anywhere. No, I know that. And, and they, they, for, they forget that last, just one calendar year ago, Tyler Huntley brought them to the playoffs. He played in the playoff game. Those beat the Bengals. Right. That was a good game. Watch that game on the road. If Kyle Allen is playing for the Bills, they're not winning. They're going to win three to four games. Right. Josh Allen, he accounts for 90% of touchdowns. What so. about Nathan Peterman? <laughs> <laughs> well, because of Nathan Peterman, Josh Allen got to start. Oh, yeah. wait. Craig Reynolds. Sorry to interrupt. He went to Kutztown, my alma mater. Touchdown. There you go, Craig Reynolds. Yeah. Show some love. Kutztown, also Andre Reed. I got to shout out my buddy, the resident Central New York Detroit Lions fan, my buddy Johnny Roberts. Johnny, I love you to pieces. I want to see you be happy and have a great time. 31 years between playoff wins. I was seven the last time Detroit had won a playoff game from last week to when I was seven years so old. So I don't, so you funny say, I don't count. Everyone's like, oh, you were alive for the four Super Bowl losses. Yeah. I was three months old, a year, two, and three. Just like I'm I, not counting that. I don't count that Villanova won a championship because it was in 85, but I wasn't born yet. It was March. Yeah, but then, yeah. Raleigh yeah. got you, and then Jay got you, too. <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm, I'm talking about that. I was like, I'm not going to count that in my birth year. That so count. I always, like, I laugh about that. Everyone's like, oh, the Bills are this. I go, I wasn't around for it. Yeah, my first see. playoff win, I had two children. Yeah. So and I didn't have kids in high school. It's been a long time, Cookie. Yeah. I didn't have kids in high school. So back to the start for the Craig Reynolds attraction. Fifth town. Yeah. Him love. yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's everything to Buffalo. That's it. I mean, I've accepted. We got... God, I prayed 10 more years of greatness and I've accepted what comes afterwards because yeah. I've seen it before that. Yeah. I think he, and I honestly don't think I'd get a lot of argument from this. I think on a talent wise of what he can do, he's the best we've seen. And I'm not talking accomplishments. I'm not talking like yeah. what he does on a football field. Oh, well, he, he does. He does something that Tom Brady didn't generally do run. He runs, but like that's, you don't see a quarterback that's a run that also has the best arm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. I mean, when you look at current arms in the league, there's some guys that, I mean, and I got to give it up to who I consider the NFL Offensive Player of the Year, C.J. Stroud. I mean, there's there, there's some arms in the NFL. you imagine drafting Bryce Young? I could because I actually sat here when Al and I, I was, talked about yeah. it. And I said, Al, they're going to draft Bryce Young, but they but I don't I don't like the pick. I said repeatedly, this is what I'm predicting based on analysis of teams, but I, I don't. I don't oh, no, no, I don't, I'm talking about like there's it. a difference between predicting because we knew we had an idea. What yeah, like this is what's like, going to happen, but imagine, I wouldn't have done imagine it. Imagine watching yeah. Bryce Young, Stroud, and Anthony Erickson all play and be like, I want Bryce Young. Bryce Young is my height. I'm 5'8 on a great day. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, and I'm also 5'8. Thank you. Yeah. And But when I look at Bryce Young, I mean, there was one game this year. Where he was coming off the field at the end of the game and he was just like this. Yeah, yeah. He was just bug-eyed. And I was. it looked like the guy was like, what did I get? Why am I here? What yeah. did I get myself into? No, and that's the thing. I mean, look at David Tepper. David Tepper's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a billionaire. I have all blah, 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 blah. I know football. I, you know. Oh, you're looking for a GM now yeah. in uh, Carolina. They're looking for their third head coach in three years. They haven't interviewed a head coach. Which is nuts. Think about that. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, Jesus, what do they do? Tepper might be the head coach. Well, and I mean, looking for the GM, Scott Fitterer is gone because I said that after you, after you now are going on three head coaches in three years and constantly changing quarterbacks like underwear. At this point, you have to put it on the GM. You have to put it on the front office. You can't put it on the coach. But I wouldn't work for Tepper. I mean, I would personally, but, but back to the, okay. So Josh yes. Allen, he's yes. he is Buffalo. He's everything you. The dude literally had to get student loans out because of the JUCO. Yeah. He couldn't get anybody to him. Then he has a great juke. He had 52 touchdowns in Juco. And he's like, endless letters. Yeah. Wyoming, the only person. After he got an offer from Wyoming, his hometown team was Fresno State. You know who almost went to Wyoming? Yeah, Dungy. Er, yeah. Dungy, Dungy was going to go there. He committed or whatever he did to go to Syracuse. That's why Josh went there. Well, and when you think about that. Oh, and that's the thing is you would have had those two guys going up against each other. Two guys that can run, two guys that'll do whatever it takes to get a first down. But Josh Allen is not a Pro Bowler, according to the NFL and the, and the, and the fans. So my first open. Should we talk about some of your statistics on why Josh Allen doesn't make sense as a Pro Bowler? So here's here's the thing: everyone gets very overwhelmed about these turnovers. Yeah, hold that like that. There you go. Everyone gets overwhelmed about the turnovers. That's the NFL trying to cut your feet. I'm sorry. Yeah, probably because I'm, I'm pro Josh. 
So they get worked up about the turnovers, and I gave you the stat sheet as well. So Josh had 44 total touchdowns, 22 turnovers. Yeah. Okay. So the Pro Bowlers ahead of him, first team starting Pro Bowler, Tua, 29 touchdowns, 19 turnovers. So you ask yourself, your quarterback starts with 15 touchdowns and three picks, you're probably pretty fired up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And where's Tua right now? At home. Okay. Um, also doesn't play well against good defense. Correct. Yeah, they have one win against a team above 500. Yeah. Lamar, I'm not going to take anything away from Lamar. He's a different player, and I get that. But, like, let's not pretend the fact, again, Tyler Huntley was plug and play last year, and they, were, they weren't they were as successful, but they were successful. I get your point that Josh Allen means more to Buffalo than Lamar would mean to Baltimore, but I, but I think that without Lamar, Baltimore always loses in the playoffs. I agree with you, but that was only Lamar's second playoff win. He was one and three going into that. Yeah. And Lamar's, I mean, he's a different bird. He's also, when I said that he was going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL and that I thought he was going to be a good quarterback and that he was going to play quarterback and that he is a quarterback, and I interviewed him for years at Louisville and spent, what, three years around him and Bobby Petrino, the head coach at the time. I backed Lamar Jackson to crickets back then. Oh, that was a great pick at 32. I thought the Patriots were taking. Remember that year, like 23. But when I said he would be a quarterback in the NFL and he'd be successful, I I genuinely felt like I was in a room by myself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And that's how I felt about Josh Allen. I was, remember. But I loved his arm, and I think I talked about it. I was like, I was watching his Wyoming film, and I I think I might have been sitting here at one point with it, and I was like, I didn't realize how great this guy was because I wasn't watching Wyoming games, right? And no disrespect to Wyoming, just wasn't watching the games on the West Coast. Not on the radar. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of them not on television. And so I just looked at some of his film going into the draft, and I remember thinking to myself, holy crap. Like, And I, I loved his arm. Then I saw him. The first time I realized that Josh Allen could run was, unfortunately, when I went to a Bills-Jaguars game in Buffalo, the game that Leonard Fournette decided to punch people with his hands to was a helmet. That, was that the running. game where Jalen Ramsey decided to say he thought that was a trash pick for the Bills? Oh, it was when Jalen Ramsey was just really trying to entice said, as many people to hate him. I think that's a bad pick. And, and so, since then, did you know Ramsey's 0-4 against Josh? <laughs> well, and you know, I couldn't wait to get Ramsey out of Jacksonville. Yeah. But in that game, Josh had eight carries for 100 yards. And I remember stepping back going, I knew this guy could pass. I knew that he had an arm that I love, but holy mother, did I not know he could run. And ever since I watched that game, he really hasn't stopped running. So I know, and that's what's funny. you know. He's, obviously, I know he's not a pro bowler, but he did tie with, with Hurts at 15 rushing touchdowns this year. It's eight in December. It's crazy. It's eight in December where as is a J- primarily where, passing quarterback. Where is Jalen Hurts right now? Hurts is at home. He's but, also at home, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he had 15... That's ridiculous. 15 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was 8 in December. So when Joe Brady took over the offense and Joe Brady said it, he goes, you're doing a disservice to yourself by uh, telling Josh Allen to be something that he's not. Right. And that's a direct shot at Ken Dorsey. I think Dorsey's a brilliant mind, but I think he's a, why can't Josh run my offense? Right. Instead of a- building around... That's what Dino tried to do. First right. year, he said Eric's not going to run. Second year, he said, well, we can't right. stop him from being right. who and, he is. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then he was pushed. Yeah. Right. So it was, you know, and I know everybody, my father included, says, oh, McDermott, 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 he's a problem. He's a problem. 
Yeah. Every coach has their problems. Everyone. There's not a what what coach you're like, man, I wish I did this differently. Yeah. The hit piece comes out on McDermott. That usually folds the team. They won five in a row. They won out. They yeah. won six now in a row. Yeah. Like there's something to that. And I think you've been in locker rooms, you've done that. Like, is yeah. there anything more important than your team believing in your coach? Like that's number one. Oh yeah. And they and believe in, in your in believing in your your quarterback because I said Jalen Ramsey was fine in the locker room. Well, that wasn't hard to do. For the most part, no. <laughs> but I was like, Jalen Ramsey was fine in the locker room when the team was winning. And I said, watch when Blake loses, what, what yeah, Jalen does. I actually remember, yeah, I remember you saying that. And so, and that wasn't fun at all. But, I mean, yeah, you, you in the middle of the season, people were asking for Sean McDermott to be fired. Is he on the hot seat? It's time for him to go. The game has passed. I mean, there was there was so much hate for Sean McDermott in the middle of the season. They were six and six after the Eagles lost. Yeah. The Cowboys were uh ten and two, and the Dolphins were nine and three. And only one team won their division. The Bills at six and six. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that is a state when that hit piece came out, I remember talking to my dad, I remember like, it's going one of two ways. They're going to rally around this. They're going to rattle off five in a row, or they're just going to fold and yeah. go seven and ten, and McDermott gets fired. But no, I mean, that says a lot to me about McDermott. Yes, he has his flaws, of course. Yeah. He's one of few defensive coaches left. But you get a group of 53 millionaire professionals to rally around you, that means something. Well, you know, and, and when, you see, Sorry, when you see how this team has – found its way. I mean, we were looking at a team that came in so strong. I picked them to win the division. I was quoted as saying, the Bills will, I got the Bills winning the division, but if Tua stays healthy, I won't be surprised if Miami finds a way to win the division. And it came down to literally the two of them at the end of the season. But I said Buffalo before the season even started and watching it through, there's this, there's this thing where Buffalo starts to falter which the last couple of years didn't happen until the tail end of the season. Now they're faltering. Then they're out of the playoffs. They go into the last week with the biggest jump that they could have. Go from out of the playoffs to into the playoffs to not a wild card team to winning the division to, to being the two seed. And they did everything they needed to do. They played the games ahead of them. And so they literally had this like strong start, hopeful start. Maybe people not as hyped as the last two years. Maybe a little bit more optimistic, um, optimistic but maybe a little more quiet or a little more subdued and then you have the struggles during the season and they find a way to get in where is this buffalo team compared to the teams of the last couple years are they stronger because of how they played at this point are they higher up where are we at um and this is actually my honest. i think they're head and shoulders above what they were and i i firmly believe i think last year like i said you go in the cincinnati game the demar hamlin thing Josh, Josh is helping. I mean, dude, needed Tommy John. He didn't have it. Like, they were tired, mentally, physically, everything. They were exhausted. Yeah. I woke up. I remember that. I was like, I texted my one of my best friends. He's a Bengals fan. I was like, I think they're gonna have it today. Like, dude, this, it it was. That's a lot. I mean, it was a situation we've never seen before. They went through. The year before that, obviously. I mean, I thought that was their year. I mean, 13 seconds. Josh was brilliant. The year before that, I thought when they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC title, I was like, they're a year ahead of schedule at the time. Yeah. And now they're now it's so this is as confident as I've been. Josh is mature. 
McDermott has matured this season halfway through. Like he is, and it's. I keep saying it. If this is what you wanted, if it's not now, when is it? So it's time. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, so now we're in this game. We got the Chiefs. Like we said, the Chiefs are a different team right now than they typically have been when they've gone up against the Bills. They've been the Bills' Achilles heel. So now we got a Bills offense that we know can score, but we also have a defense that we know can do some good things and make some takeaways and make the game interesting. Then we have a Chiefs team where they're leaning more on their defense than their offense, and one of the catalysts that's been stepping up is Rasheed Rice, who I covered in college at SMU, and we're also seeing Travis Kelsey drop some balls for the first time in forever. And I wonder if that's the uh, Taylor Swift factor. But as a Bills fan, you never assume. Because he's going to catch up. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. Assume the worst. Right. And be happy with the best. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on Rasheed Rice? I love him. I love him on SMU. Yeah. He's awesome. Heck of a player. I, he's For that system, it's just like a... He can build off the Kelsey thing. He goes across the middle. He can go deep. He's awesome. And he's awesome. Yes, he's remarkable. So of the weapons that they have this time around, Isaiah Pacheco, Rasheed Rice, obviously Kelsey being there again. What do you think about Kansas City's offense? Is this? There's no Tyree kill. Right. So there's no 13 seconds. There's no. no... I'll, ta I'll take. You can have Rice. You can have Pacheco. Yeah. And add all that. There's no Tyree kill to account for because you got to count for Tyree kill. Then who are you counting? Of a guy who can make a play at the end of the game when you need it. We know Mahomes can do pretty much anything. We know Allen can also do a very rare form of things. If this game comes down to a couple points with two minutes to go and we're in a two-minute drill, who do you think is better off this season, Kansas City or Buffalo? So, Rick. <clears throat> Record won't show it, but it's Buffalo. So the Buffalo's got six losses this year. Four of them, Josh gave them the lead with two minutes left or less. The defense faltered. That was earlier in the year. Yeah. So here's what I say, everybody. I, and I've said this. This is kind of off the two-minute drill. But if Buffalo's got the ball in their side of the field, and they got five yards less. I'm going. I, I'd rather lose with the ball in Josh's hands. Than pass or any any game. I'd rather lose the ball in your best players. Period. Like it is what it is. Yeah, you know, and, and now, like we said, we'll we'll get to see this. But there was something said last week about Josh Allen. They said any other quarterback in the game that they had last week, he would have carried the ball for the first down. Right? He sees plays, and he doesn't find anybody out there in the field. He takes off. He's going to get the first down. He's going to get you know over ten yards, twelve yards, whatever, and then he's going to slide. Josh Allen decides not to slide. He stays upright, and he goes for a 52-yard touchdown. And over and over again, we hear, if not Josh Allen, every other quarterback's going to go to the ground in most cases. But in his case, he's going to fight for that touchdown. He's going to battle for it. Your thoughts on that, the fact that you have a quarterback that is saying, okay, that's where the marker is, that's where I need to get to, but he will do everything in his power to score. He's willing to take the hits. He's willing to get the bruises. He's willing to put this team on his back. So I say this, I go, what other quarterbacks are 6'5", 240? If it takes a year off the end of his career, he'll say it, I'll say it. If that 
say they get a Super Bowl and you're going to lose two years to Josh Allen at the end of his career beat the Super Bowl, yeah. I'll take it. Right. As Joe Brady said, you're doing a disservice if you're telling Josh Allen to not beat Josh Allen. And that's what I say. It's something we've never seen. Like, everyone's like, oh, Big Ben. Big Ben did not run like that. Not like that. No. Um, they say Elway. Elway didn't. I don't know. I didn't see enough of Elway in his prime. But. Well, there's a difference because Lamar Jackson will run all over the field but doesn't have as good of an arm as Josh Allen. Josh right. Allen's got the arm, and then he can take off and get you a couple I mean, touchdowns. did you see that run when it, that number 23, the safety, because he is it? He went up to hit him full speed on that 52-yard run. Josh, it, it, Josh didn't flinch, and it was just he's Keeps going. <laughs> so, no, I'll take it every day. So, yes, your question was, yeah. what do you think about that? I'll. That's Josh. I've upset it. My dad will say it. He's like, well, Josh kicked on. I'm like, Dad, yeah. it's just not Josh. It's not him. And, you know, if it takes, if he only lasts 12 years and not 14, so be it. But it's it would probably a great 12 years. Right. But you're going to play the game the way you want to play the game. I mean, John Elway was gritty. And I would argue that he was more willing to put his body on the line toward the oh, end yeah. of his career and be gritty on the goal and line. He was, I mean, he, he, he played 16 years. Yeah. We got some thoughts coming in here. Uh, let's go, Kutztown. Uh, Josh Allen's <laughs> Josh Allen's numbers through six years are better than Brady. They are. Other than titles, uh, which cannot be overlooked, that coming from Bill uh, Robertson, Kansas City, uh, Cushing of Jamesville, Duet, a local Wyoming cowboy can't forget them. We got these up too. We'll take a look at these. Buffalo loaded the box against the Steelers. Can they do that against Kansas City Mahomes? Arm with Kelsey, or will they have to defend both run and pass consecutively or conservatively? Here's my thing. I I understand Isaiah Pacheco can have big time games and maybe he's waiting to break one, but I'm not as sold on him. And I, I told everybody about James Cook two years ago. I covered him at Georgia, interviewed him at Georgia, watched him win a championship in Georgia, and I said James Cook will eventually take Devin Singletary and Zach Moss out of a job because he's gonna be able to do He's going to be able to do everything, and they're not going to need either one of those guys. Everybody's high on James Cook right now. People want James Cook cards. They want his autograph. They're James Cook drafting him in fantasy football, but I talked to them about this guy two years ago, and there was a lot of silence with that, but James Cook is definitely yeah. doing his thing, and I would choose him over Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't think it's close. In that no, I, I, I agree with you. And, you know, and my dad being a dogs fan, he wanted Cook, and – yeah, I love Cook. I remember sitting with you. We did the draft. I was like, man, are they going to draft Brees Hall? Remember that? And then they drafted Cook in that draft the next day. So yeah. I think he's definitely – him and Kincaid are – and Shakir. Shakir is an X-Factor. Yeah. Khalil Shakir, another guy who didn't go down, catch the ball over the middle, keeps playing, keeps pushing, and you see how he just works his way. Not a big guy, not, not a giant guy, not a tall guy. And he got the right. ball, and he just fought and his way in. Back to, he was drafted in the fifth round because right. he didn't test well. What but, these guys make a lot of money, and we're like, oh, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't run this route well. We're gonna drop. Right. Stroud didn't test well on paper. Right. Test. Oh, Stroud didn't test well on the IQ test. Because they look Young at the forty. The charts. How'd that work? Right. They look at the four. <laughs> they look at the forty-yard dash. Yeah. And that's something that they always want to talk. I about. I look at this. I go, and, and you look at me. You watch. You can just you put them next to each other. Yeah. The Stroud young thing. There's no debate who you're taking. You're taking Stroud. Right. Just watch him. Who can go on Sundays? Look at the size. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce Young is. You watch CJ Stroud. 
Oh yeah, and you watch, but you watch Stroud plant his feet at the beginning of the game and throw a bomb down the field for a touchdown. And I'm like, okay, well the game started about 13 seconds ago, but right, uh, right, right, right. So looking at some of these numbers here, so I mean, this is looking at overall stats between Brady and Josh Allen. I mean, almost 100 games. Completion percentage for Josh, 63.2. Tom Brady, 61.9. Passing yards for Josh, 22,703. For Tom Brady, 21,564. Passing yards per attempt, 7.2. For Allen, 7.0. For Tom Brady, passing yards per game, 241.5. For Josh Allen, 224.6. For Brady, passing touchdowns, 167 for Josh, 147 for Brady. Uh, interceptions are the same with 78. And then we look at rushing attempts. Or rushing attempts, 657 for Josh in almost 100 games. For Brady, 236. And then beyond that, or pardon me, 239. And then we look at rushing yards, 3,611 for Josh Allen, 435 for Brady. Over five yards of carry for Josh Allen, under two yards of carry for Tom Brady. And 53 rushing touchdowns. Right. So you look at all of the numbers of that statistical analysis of 94 games for Josh, 96 for Tom Brady, almost 100 games apiece. And Josh Allen eclipses him in every single statistic, passing and rushing, and then they tie each other in interceptions. And, and so I'm going to end this with a really cool stat I saw. Yeah. 20 years ago to the day, yeah. Peyton Manning against Brady, both on the road in the Today, first time Manning hosts Brady, he's 0-2, Manning beats him. It's all coming together. Coming together. Right, well, I, I think 20 years to the day, which is wild. Which is nuts. You made your pick. It's obviously Buffalo. No, no, I did not. Yeah, you did. Okay. But I have to make my pick. All right. In order to make my pick, I have to uh, officially show... Yeah. Go do it. The red shirt that's underneath. I mean, they're going to get cheered or booed at Pizza Man, where the B-Bell Bills backers are. Going with Josh. Oh boy. Going with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Don't even, don't even make score prediction. Whatever. Yeah. Go Bills. Just blew up. Uh, go Bills. <laughs> so go, going with Josh, I, this is the only game I did not pick until right now. So when you watch and listen to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, as you know, during our normal broadcast schedule times, you are with us, of course, every uh, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Watch and listen around the world, of course, here in Central North St. New York on YouTube.com and Facebook.com backslash Wake Up Call DT and on internet streaming radio worldwide on wakeupcalldt.podbean.com. I reserve the right to not make a make this pick because I wanted to make it tonight. I did choose the Ravens who won. I chose the Niners who won. Last week I went four and two, and I chose the Detroit Lions who are currently winning. So we shall see, but it is time for me to bid you all adieu with Cookie because we need to put our order in for pizza and wings. By the way, if you're gonna get the, if you thank you, sir, if you're gonna get the DT order, this is what the DT order is at Pizza Man. 
sweet heat pizza and extra crispy lemon pepper wings with a little side of some hot honey. Yep. That's what I'm getting tonight. What are you getting, Cook? What's your food of choice? No idea. You don't know yet? All Actually, right. you know what? The best, my favorite wings, extra crispy buffalo garlic. All right, buffalo garlic here. Buffalo garlic. You had to get something with buffalo. And I know this is odd, but yeah. how about a garlic pizza with pepperoni on it? There's nothing wrong with it. It's a tremendous choice. I, you know, we actually did a thing where we made our own pizzas here. Uh, Al Romano and I, we had a good time. So now you guys know all of my picks. You knew the three going into this week. You now know that I am going with the Buffalo Bills. And I will talk with you tomorrow morning. We'll see if I was right. Cookie, until then, for Jeff Cook, the B-Bill Bills backers, and my Buffalo Bills fans that are in the room at Pizza Man, I need to hear some Buffalo Bills love. So how do you want to do it? You want to do it with a clap? You want to do it with a, what do you want to do? Let's go Buffalo. What do we want to do? Just one, let's go Buffalo. All right. So I'm going to do it on three. I'm going to say one, two, three, and I want to hear let's go Buffalo. One, two, three. Let's go Buffalo. Buffalo Bills. Circle them wagons, baby. And by the way, to my buddy Mark Walzik, who is overseas in Afghanistan, a huge Bills fan. I hope you get to see it. I love you to pieces. Thank you for serving our country. Thank you. And God bless you all. Have a great night from Pizza Man.